All right, hello and welcome to Lights, Camera, Transaction, episode number 20. My guest, Sergio, thanks for being on. It's my pleasure, thanks for having me. Sergio drove all the way from Riverside, which is good, what, hour? It was like an hour and 20, solid. I appreciate yeah. you making the trip. So um, I, I don't wanna steal your thunder, I wanna hear a little bit about um, your involvement in the restaurant business, kind of how you got started and where you are today. So why don't you kick things off? Well, I'm originally from, from Central West Mexico. Uh, I came here uh, in California to California when uh, I was 20, 21. It was 2007, 2008. Mm -hmm. And uh, I always knew that um, I wanted to be a chef or like work in the industry. So um, I came uh, with that goal in my mind, you yeah. know. Um, as soon as I got my green card, um, you know, the first thing I did was just try to find like a culinary school, a place I could work, you know, different opportunities and whatnot. Um, it was much harder back then. I didn't speak English. Um, and, you know, fresh from the boat, like, you know, for lack of a better expression, but uh, you're moving to a different country, different place, yeah. different culture, mentality, you know, ways and means. Everything's different. So it took me a little bit just to adapt. And, you know, I did enroll in culinary school. I, it took me a little while, but I graduated. And mm -hmm. um, simultaneously, I was working in different places, you know, like Anki in South Coast Plaza, the Ritz Carlton. So um, I got the chance to work with really good chefs, you know, like uh, really nice restaurants in the area. So that helped me a lot to progress in my career as well. And um, who was just to interject quickly, who, if you can think of, you know, one or two or multiple people, who was the most influential chef or person that you, that you uh, worked with as you were kind of coming up in the ranks? You know what? Uh, to just like mention one, it'll be unfair because I, I believe that a lot of people like in different parts of, you know, or parts of your life, like give you something, lend you something, mm -hmm. teach you something, uh, good or bad, you know, mm -hmm. doesn't, doesn't really matter. Not everybody was a great chef and um, the, the guys that I work under and even from them, I learned something, you know, and I can tell you like a handful of names from, you know, from school, um, Corey Vu, um, fearless, um, short Asian chef. Um, it was very tough to work with, you know, push me always, every time. That, that's one of the reasons why I started speaking English because he was like so tough on me because I didn't speak the language. He was always on me because of it. Um, maybe a little too tough from, you know, in my opinion, but uh, nobody thrives solely from pets in the back, you know, like you need that um, there's, motivation. There's kind of you know? a fine line in the kitchen from, there's, there's, so I moved here from Chicago and there's the, you know, in Chicago, the, the, the aura of, of Charlie Trotter exists, uh, who was well known as a very cutthroat, in-your-face right. chef, school, right? Yeah, the, the old school, school. kind of violent. And I think some of that still exists, not much anymore. But, I mean, I remember from my days of playing football, I had a, a coach who was very tough. And I hated being coached like that. But, I mean, it produced results, for sure. So I think you probably see some of that in, in the kitchen, too. Uh, I mean, I've experienced it. Like I was telling with him, I worked with other person. It was like, but he was kind of like almost like more like a bully kind of guy, you yeah. know. Um, but I was, I was green, very green back then. Um, maybe like it was unnecessary to treat me like that, but um, sometimes that's what I'm telling you. Like, I learned not to treat people like that. You know, yeah. there's other ways to manage. You know, there's other ways to be an operator. You know, there's other ways to convey messages. You know, there's other ways to motivate. Yeah. I, and uh, I, that defined a lot of my style nowadays. I don't yell. Um, yep. I try to inspire people in a different way. 100%. Try to, um, you know, 
get them involved in the dynamic and 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 you know inspire them with the goals like I have in my mind, you know. 100%. So it's completely different. I don't I, I don't um you know work with like the reward punishment kind of style, you know, yeah. like there there's there's those two completely different ways to build a culture, right? Totally. And yeah. one is demanding the work and the other one is inspiring to get the work and True. Yeah. I think I'm a hundred percent with you. I think inspiring people to do the job and get the work done is the way to make things better for everyone long term. They're going to be happier. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a more positive culture. Um, the the cracking the whip it might produce short term results, but what you're going to create is resentment within your team. And you have to look at the industry. You know the the, the, the the state of affairs as as it is right now, like nobody wants to work because it was a, it's a tough industry as it is. Yeah. Um, and if you make it tougher, like that's what you can't find any workers. You know, like that's why you have to create a different culture. You know, you have to offer um, other things different than just money. You know, or like th those benefits. You know, you have to make people want to work for you. Yeah. Believe in the cause. You know, be interested in the techniques you utilize, the the, the plates that you use. The um, whatever like creative aspects they can bring to the table you yeah. know you have to develop these people you cannot just like squeeze them you know chew them up and spit them out yeah um so i think it's one of the one of the important changes in the industry and i was talking about this um with a, with a friend of mine the other day that uh, i want to be an agent of change in that aspect you know um i remember having very little time off when i was like coming up as a sous chef and it was like really tough because obviously I have a family, I have my kids, I have things I need, I need to take care of. I have a, a daughter with a severe disability that demands a lot from us, or for me as a parent. So now that I have the chance and I'm in the position, then I have to, I want to give my sous chefs a position, you know, that they want to have um, the time off they need, you know, the days off that they request. Um, they want to come up with dishes, I let them do that. You know, it's not everything about myself, it's mm -hmm. about what are we creating together, you know. Um, and just developing that culture of, you know, it doesn't have to be like die in the kitchen, you know, yeah. like just like burn yourself out. You know, you can focus you know, your energies, do your effort and find out something else to do, you know, yeah. go on a, on a hike, you know, like go other, to other restaurants, try different food, slip in if you want to, you know, I'll cover your shift, like whatever it takes just to change the status quo. You know, yeah. I'm never happy with the status quo yeah. just because, you know, he worked before and then Charlie, you know, Charlie was like a really famous guy and, and, and he, you know, it changed um, um, the scene, you know, mm -hmm. it created like multiple chefs. Doesn't mean that, that that's the only way. Yeah. So. What what have you changed over the last, man, what, four to six months in the restaurant or in the kitchen in regards to the, the, the issues of, of hiring staff, right? Are you short staff right now? Uh, I mean, it, we're a small restaurant. Um, so we do not need a lot, and uh, the menu is designed to be executed efficiently, kind of streamlined, you know. So, um, luckily, like a lot of the people I have working with me, it's people that's been with me for a long time, mm -hmm. obviously because they understand, you know, like my style, and 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 they they know that you know I'm, I'm far more supportive and more accessible, and I'm, I'm a reasonable chef. Yeah. Um, I'm not a dictator, you know, in, in, in that aspect. And, you know, they always come back. You know, they always ask me if I have a, an opening. People ask me, 
if they can work with me again. Um, we pay for fair wages, you know. Um, we feed them every day, whatever they want to, you know, yeah. like they want to take tacos, they want to shrink, whatever they want to get. Like, we're pretty flexible in that aspect, you know, because it makes no sense, um, at least for me, that we're preparing all these delicious food and, you know, in all the kitchens that I work, you never try it, you never yeah. taste it. Like, how can, how are you going to develop your, your palate? How are you going to know what you're doing if you're not constantly tasting and seeing the end result of your work, you know? Yeah. So we'll do that. And, um, you know, I try to always have, like, you know, okay hours. I don't like to, like, those, like, 12-hour shifts, you know, or, like, leaving, like, super late. So that gives them the opportunity to have, like, another another job, you know. So I'm pretty accommodating in that aspect. And, uh, I mean, it works. I have people, like, I've never suffered from, um, like, dramatically from being understaffed, you know, yeah. like other places do. Yeah. So, I mean, I was just reading something, you know, on Instagram says that um, it's not like there's a a shortage of labor is that you're not offering anything uh, attractive to the workers, you know? Obviously, there's a fine line. You, it's, it's not a, a free-for-all, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, there's always responsibilities, um, a goal, you know? This is a business, that, and we have to run it as such. But within the parameters, you know, whatever you can offer that makes it more attractive, like, that's a smart thing to do if you want to have um, staff, you know? So Well, I think it shows you've had people that have stayed with you for years and years, yeah. which shows to how your style lends itself to a, a long-term approach. Yeah, yeah. Um, lower turnover means lower turnover. You're, yes, sir. you're doing something right, for sure. So that's- yeah. That's well, one great. of the, the, the things you, at this council, like from day one, we have a, a group of cooks. Mm. And by the time I was there, most of these 80% of these people were with me. You know? Yeah. Uh, my prep lady, you know, I know her for a long time. Um, and it makes things easier for me because they know how I express, yeah. they kind of know what I'm thinking, you know. You know my style like when i'm coming up with new recipes yeah. and and the new dishes i have like this sense of like knowing where i'm going you know almost yeah. like reading my mind which yeah. is like and i know you know how to talk to them you know like i understand um how their lives go you know like i i know some of these people's families you know yeah. so um we spend much longer sometimes with our co-workers than we do with our own families so why to make it like yeah. harder you know yeah. it's already hard so yeah. i love that um what what was the first thing that you can think of that inspired you to want to become a chef? Like, what's what's your earliest memory where you were like, I want to be a chef? I was watching, I think it was Discovery Channel or something like that back in the 90s. And, you know, that restaurant, uh, I think it's Jules uh, Byrne and, and Eiffel, the Eiffel Tower. Okay. Back then, I'm not sure if they still do it, but they have, like, a little brigade of uh, kids working in the kitchen. Yeah. And I just thought it was so cool. I was like, eh, I want to do that. <laughs> and uh, That's like, cool that you remember that. And uh, I have a really good memory, but uh, that's one of the things. And I was, I don't know, maybe, like, fourth grade, like, third grade or something like that. So I always told my dad, Dad, I want to go do that. I want to go do that. And uh, obviously, like... Then a little later down the road, you find different interests. You know, I used to play basketball, so I was, like, really into basketball and then, like, just hanging out with my friends and other things. And other circumstances, you know, like, force you to develop certain skills. You know, like, my parents, um, when my dad was living elsewhere, my mom was, she moved to California. So at a really young age, like, I, I had to cook, you know, for me, for my siblings. Mm -hmm. I'm the middle one. So um, just from there, you know, you get a taste for things, and, and I became more ambitious in, in the sense of, like, doing other recipes and yeah. things like that. Yeah. And that's how you know, like, oh, I like to cook. I think this is something I want to do, you know. Um, 
and I was like having my friends over at work, you know, doing pizza and like and this is I was like 13, 14, you know, yeah. like doing all this like three meal, um, this was three course 90s? meals, um, late nineties. Okay. Must have been late nineties. Yeah. That, that was before being a chef was cool, right? Because now uh, it's now it's cool. I think the it, it became uh, a little bit more glamorous um, because back then I remember it was like that old school kind of like uh-huh. like you know the white coat and I, I was always watching this cooking shows but it was like French yep. chefs and um, you know really rigid and and classical and all this like the the, the French cuisine you know when it was at at its peak I mean it's not that it's not right now but there's all the cuisines that are coming up you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, that, that, that's what I was just telling you. You know what? I had another habit, too, that um, my grandmother had, like, these magazines and cookbooks, and another aunt had, like, other cookbooks. So I was always collecting, like, these little recipes, you know, from Reader's Digest and whatnot. Um, so I always had that, that um, inclination to read, you know, and to collect these recipes. And I was not very adventurous at that time. Um, I guess I lack just confidence to do like the recipes and do other things, but uh, it's one of those things I still enjoy to this day. You know, like finding magazines, like little recipes here and there. You know, my cookbooks. I have an ever-growing collection, so I, I really enjoy to see what other people are doing. You know, getting inspiration from other things. You know, um, discovering new techniques. At least new to me. Um, and and that was just like my my love for cooking, how it grew. You know, like mm-hmm. and um, also like coming from you know Central Mexico, like. A lot of things like are based on that um, dynamic of like eating together, you know, like enjoying with your family on Sundays or um, the mid noon um, lunch that we have over there, which is a different schedule for eating. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like, you know, it's almost like a crime if you you know skip on that meal with your family. You know, it's kind of mandatory. You know, everybody has to sit down and eat together. So mm-hmm. it's uh, it's one of those things about like like. Um, food that brings people together, you know? And I think, I wish I could see more of that, you know, in, in at least in California, because everything's like so fast paced that I think those opportunities to gather and to interact with each other and to learn about each other's days and just like form like uh, a tighter family, you know, like a stronger group, you know, like they're they're being lost, you know, to fast food and to all this over accomplishing and driving around and like and the Instagram doing things, you know? Um, so it's one of those things that uh, that I appreciate about food, and, and I want to instill in people to sit down, slow down, and enjoy. Yeah, I yeah. love that. What advice would you give to somebody today that is looking to become a chef or get into the restaurant business, knowing what you know, where things are at in the hospitality business today? Um, well... Self-teaching to me, it's been always a thing, you know, like if a person's curious about something, you should just explore, you know, mm-hmm. try different things, you know, cook at home. Um, there's like this practice that, you know, that's called like doing a starch, like just go work for maybe like a week or a couple of days or like a couple of months to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I mean, not everybody takes you, but the more doors you knock, you know, the more chances you get to mm-hmm. get into these restaurants and see what the life is like. Yep. You know, because um, you're right, uh, there's this side of like um, the chef life that's like really glamorous and whatnot. But like most of it is, you know, close quarters, kitchen is hot, uh, long hours um, can be stressful. You know, mm-hmm. if you don't know how to manage your stuff. Yeah. But 
um, it's definitely not for everybody. You yeah. know? A lot of people like go in thinking that they're going to become the next superstars, which you can, obviously, um, working hard and like projecting yourself the right way and, and doing the work. You know, it's possible, but there's a lot of uh, hard work involved, you know. So nothing is easy, yeah. you know, in, in any aspect, you know, in, any, in, in any career. Yeah. But in the chef world, it's particularly hard because you have to um, do good every single day. It doesn't matter what you did yesterday, today, you know, you have to repeat yourself, do the best you can, and that's all that matters, you mm -hmm. know. So yeah, you, that, that'll you, be my advice. Go, go experience the life, the chef life for a little bit, the, the right. kitchen life, the yeah. restaurant life, cook. Mm -hmm. You know, some people really like it and they, they, they switch paths, you know. Mm -hmm. I know people that are, were bankers, you know, they were uh, in the mortgage industry that, uh, you know, they were medics that they just they didn't like yep. what they were doing and then all of a sudden they, they fell in love with that life, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, it's so. really, it's, I suppose it's not unlike most other businesses, which is, you know, your food is your product. Right. But even you could be the best chef in the world, but if nobody knows who you are and nobody tries your food they'll never know right so it's kind of a combination of honing your craft but also putting yourself out there as much as possible getting right. yourself known right. getting your food in front of people right and and i think that the you know umbrella over that really is your work ethic right not persevering and and right and this is a different different factors you know like now that you mentioned you know like putting yourself out there i think um there's a lot of people that have done a, a great job, like promoting, you know, their work and things like that. Um, that they're perhaps not as good as other chefs, and mm -hmm. at least in my opinion, and um, doesn't make that one is less than the other. You know, it's just one's more known. Yep. That's about it. But um, I, I, I guess it is. It all depends on what you want to get out of it. You know, mm -hmm. if you want to be, you know, and like I was just telling you, like that star, you know, like get all this attention, then you follow that path. I know people that they're just more into like making money and, and developing like re restaurants mm -hmm. and, and, and travel and do other things. And they're not necessarily into that um, side of, uh, of the career. I guess like more business driven, you know, which is great too. Like, hey, I love money. Like, yeah, sure. I want to monetize my talent. And, and that's one of the things, you know, that um, you're right. You have to find that balance, you know. Yeah. Like monetizing it, you know, showing it, getting that respect, getting a good living, mm -hmm. you know, it's just part of the whole, yeah. the whole jiggling, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, a um, couple more questions. Yes, so this is one of our favorites, which is, uh, think back to your your younger self, your twenty one year old self, is what we usually say. What mm -hmm. advice would you give yourself if you could? Advice, if I could. Mm. that'll be just dedicate less time to go out and drink and just focus more uh, you know long-term goals because I love to hang out it's one of those things that uh, <laughs> you know it's part of I it, you know it sounds like a cliche but it is part of like chef's life you know like you you work all mm -hmm. day you're beat up next thing you're thinking of you want to yeah. grab some drinks with the boys yeah. you know, and then just hang out if if I had the chance, uh, I guess I'll do more stages, you know, go to other restaurants and, and interact with more chefs, um, experience different, different styles of service. But I was having kids at that age, so, um, you know, it was, it, was, it was very challenging yeah. because I had to go to school, work, you mm -hmm. know, my family. So um, I guess you just have to use your time better and, you know, make it count and, and focus on things that really matter, you know. It's easy to 
um, especially at that age, to want to do other things, you know, like uh, like dedicate time to things that um, sound cool at the moment. Um, and then in retrospect, you think, I should have gone to this other place instead, you know, instead of spending my money mm-hmm. going to Mexico and drinking with my friends, I should have perhaps go to a different country and try, like, a restaurant that I like, you know. Um, just things like that, you yeah. know. I, I tend not to regret anything. I'm pretty sure, like, you know, I know that I have a good life and I wouldn't be the same person yep. if I didn't experience all these things that happen to me in life. So, but if anything, that'll be it, you know, just yeah. focusing and learn other things, you know, maybe another language. Yeah. Because when you're younger, it's easier, you know, it's easier. So Awesome. But I guess um, I did because I didn't speak English back then. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, let everybody know where they can find you, where they can try your food, Instagram, websites, What? where, where can we follow along? I'm currently working, um, with some friends of mine in Santa Ana, um, Chato's Bar and Grill, 400 uh, North Broadway. And um, the best day to come and try new uh, dishes is Wednesday because uh, that's the, when I come back, you know, to work on my work week. And um, I have, like, other projects that we're developing, um, you know, focusing more on Central Mexican food with, like, different influences and whatnot. But um, at the moment, this you know, this is just a project that is uh, ongoing, if yeah. you will. Sure. Um, my Instagram is like search underscore, I know chef uh, underscore search underscore Tega. You can see like I'm posting pretty much every day, like cool. all these experiments and dishes it. and and whatnot. And um, you know, IG stories mostly food related. That's all I do. Like I don't post personal things. Mostly it's just um, all these you know ideas that we have and you know throwing myself out there, like you of were course. saying. Yep. Um, what else? Um, yeah, we'll be like doing other other things here and there. We'll be popping up soon, you know, in different places, but um, you know, yet to be defined. But um, I'm just that kind of person. I, I, you know, I like just to do multiple things, find different things, uh, different outlets for all these creative things, mm-hmm. um, all these other ideas that might not be necessarily the best fit for the place I'm working at, or maybe I, I want to like do other things, you know, with friends of mine and things like that. So you'll see me. You'll see it. me around. <laughs> I love it. Keep going, man. We'll do. Inspiring story. Thank, Thank you for you, being sir. on. Congrats on all Thanks your success. Thanks for having me over. This is Sergio, and this is episode 20 of Lights, Camera, Transaction. Hatfield Group.